This is Stephanie Nelson, host of the Pivotal People podcast. We have great conversations with all kinds of interesting people who are making a difference in the world. Follow us and leave a review if you like this episode so that more people can find us. Thanks for listening. Cool. Well, welcome to the podcast, Jason. How are you today? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me on. Great. Well, I have to tell everyone, Jason Patterson is a pastor. We met a couple of weeks ago at a workshop. Um, this is the Pivotal People podcast, where we're talking to people who inspire us, people who are doing amazing things. And I, when I met Jason and heard his story, I immediately asked him if he would join us because he has had an incredible experience as a pastor, but not only as a pastor, but he's an author. And he has come out with a new book called From Your Biggest Fan. Yes. And I'm excited that he's here today to talk to us about it. So welcome, Jason. Thank and you. Before we, before we get started, could you just tell us a little bit about your background and um, how you started and what brought you to the point of wanting to write a book? Sure. Um, uh, right out of uh, Bible college, I started in, in ministry. And rather than just being at a local church, I, I traveled full time. So I was kind of here and there and everywhere speaking at different churches and different events. Um, it was a blast. I did it for 14 years. I did a lot of stuff on, on Sundays, obviously, but then things with like students, teenagers, camps and retreats and conventions and all that fun stuff. So uh, it was a great um, great experience. My wife, Andrea, uh, and I transitioned to um, church planting um, about five years ago. And uh, so we're here in the Indianapolis area and uh, started our church. And uh, yes, like as you mentioned, uh, I'm recently, I feel like it just took on a second job with writing um, a book, but uh, it's been uh, it's been great. And, and yes, what what led up to it? I think for me, I, I don't know how it works for you know everybody else, but for me, I feel like the the reason I wrote the book was because I got to the place where I felt like um, if there was only one conversation that I could have with people, um, that I actually knew what that conversation was. And so I decided, you know, if it feels that important, um, maybe I should do something with it. And it it just felt uh, right to um, to write the book. Well, that's great. And I have to tell you, I've read one sample chapter. We've talked about your book. But what really hit me was that so many of our books are about encouraging people to ask God what their gifts are, what their special mm -hmm. talents are, and then encouraging people are as authors, we're asking them to, you know, try to discover what God's exciting plan for your life is. What is that journey? Sure. Your book takes a little bit of a different spin. Your book says to us, how can we encourage other people to find their dreams? How can we champion other people? And right. that really hit me because think of the exponential impact we could have if we took that approach in addition to our own journey, but saying, who can I encourage mm. today? Who can I champion? Right. And you talked about that. Um, tell me some examples. Obviously, you've been a pastor for a while. You've done this for a lot of people. How can people encourage other people? How can they champion others? Well, that's, I mean, that's a great, great question um, that gets at, you know, the, the heart uh, of the book, the, uh, you know, uh, for those out there who have been there, you know, done that we like labored over the title and the subtitle. And I think the subtitle is even worse to come up with, but we landed on discovering uh, the potential of those we love and lead. Mm, and, um, I love that. the, the, 
I think that it starts kind of with, with a shift in our mindset, like, and what you brought up kind of gives me the chance to make an important distinction that I think is really helpful for people. Like I, I'm not asking anybody to give up on discovering their potential, right? Because I think theirs mm-hmm. is just as great as everyone else's, obviously. What I'm arguing in the book is that the best way to discover the potential that God put inside of you is to make your life all about discovering everyone else's. Like if you make your life about them, God will take care of you. So really what I'm asking you to do is just trust in the biblical principle of sowing and reaping. If you make it about them, God will take care of you. And I just think that's way more freeing. And honestly, I just think it's way more fun. It's way more fun to just to, to be on, on, you know, the lookout for what God has hidden in other people. Cause that's, that's kind of the thing that the, the book, I wrote the book cause I believe that there's unseen God given potential in every person. And we all have influence with people. Um, we may not like label ourselves as leaders, all of us, you know, like we may not lead an organization. We may, may not be, um, you know, the coach or the teacher or the boss or lead the department or, you know, whatever area of life it may be. But at the end of the day, leadership is just influence. And we all have influence in people's lives, whether we're pastors or parents or, you know, parents are leaders for sure, uh, full time, right? right? Right. Full time leaders. And so the idea is just that what if we looked at the influence we have in every area of our lives and use that influence the way that Jesus would, uh, just for the benefit of everybody but ourselves. And so that that kind of forms the the heart of the book, which was uh, a blast to write, um, and uh, and very hard. <laughs> well, and you know, you're talking about I, I told you I, first of all, ever tell me the website address of your church. Is it ParksideIndy.com? Yeah, Parkside um, I N D Y for like for Indianapolis.com. Right. Yep. And so um, I've watched a couple of your sermons, recent sermons. And you really do have a gift for making the Bible easy to understand, Um, really making, I call it making it feel like we're right there. Like you were just talking to Jesus yesterday (laughs) and this is what he said. And that's what I love because I grew up in a church where, you know, bless his heart. This is what we say in the South. The (laughs) minister would just read the Bible passage, like out of context, but, and we would all sit and listen, like we were supposed to understand. It was kind of this funny little dynamic. Like no one would admit that we didn't understand because then you're admitting, but we didn't understand. And so when you were talking about, you know, Bible stories that I've known of for years, I'm 58 years old. You explained the story of Ruth in a way that I've never heard it explained. It made sense that I could relate to her. So I would say uh, we're all going to buy Jason's book. Of course we are. Um, Go to parksideindy.com and watch a couple of his sermons. And really, and I also told you that I Googled you and found you have been discipling people for a very long time. And when you talk about championing and encouraging people, you were reaching youth. I mean, Mm -hmm. look, you are hitting them right at the beginning of their faith journey, hopefully, hopefully. And um, you use the word discipleship, and that's a big word. Sometimes it's intimidating. Um, What your book is talking about is discipleship. Sure. But you're you're saying it in relatable terms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that's a that's a great point too. Um, you're just landing like on all the great points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, but I think that um, yeah, the book is it is about discipleship. Like if you if you read it, like um, you you would get that that that's what we're really talking about. What I what I chose to use was um, just 
language that is for me and that's for for like my church and the people that that I lead that it's the language that's inspiring to us um so I, like I chose to talk about it in those terms that you're you mentioned like championing others um the way we say it is that well what we feel like we've discovered is that is that champion makes a better verb than a noun like it, it just oh, oh wow oh my is, gosh I'm writing that just, down <laughs> so um it's um it's in the, and that's a, you know, that is definitely part of the book. Um, you know, cause that, that again, like that's the best way we've come up with saying it. And it's just the language that inspires us. So yes, like the whole book is just about the, the biblical foundation Jesus laid for us. I mean, that's the job. I mean, the whole job is the church. That is the great um, commission. There's only one purpose for every church that's ever existed. We don't, I'm borrowing a phrase here, but we don't, um, we don't develop it. We discover it because it, already exists in the heart of the guy who's actually in charge, right? <laughs> Jesus. Right, so right. Um, that, yeah, that is, I, I love that you read it um, and just listened to kind of that inspirational language we use. Cause I, I intentionally chose to write the book just in a way that um, was easy to read. And that didn't have kind of the language that maybe if you're unfamiliar with church, you'd be unfamiliar with it just so that, that people um, could kind of recommend it to a friend who's maybe like, they, they don't like have a issue with Jesus or anything, but church may not be their thing. And, and it, it could be something that they could read as well. And sh- there's Jesus all over the place in the book, exactly. Um, but just exactly. doesn't have that language that, that maybe they wouldn't be quite as familiar with. So that that's kind of the, the reason behind that approach. And isn't that, I mean, let's, that's what discipleship is. We're trying to reach yeah. people who don't understand this language. We don't right. need to use that language. I call it Christianese. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like if we can drop Christianese, we're probably going to reach a lot more people and everybody, you know, for, as I was reading this book, I was thinking, even if, you know, our friend Bob Goff uses the term blast radius, you know, who's right. in your blast radius, you're a pastor, you encounter all kinds of people. So you have lots of opportunities, but as you said, right. we're all leaders and we're all influencers in some way. Mm-hmm. I have a small little blast radius, but they're called two sons in their twenties. Right. That's a pretty important audience. Most important one you've got. Exactly. And it's, I'm buying your book for them. Oh, I love that. And it's something you said in your 2009 video. So it's just consistent. And you're talking about when people accept Jesus, Mm. when they accept faith, they go from being a selfish person to a selfless person. Right. And so when you talk about champion makes a better verb than a noun, we all know how it feels when we have glimpses mm-hmm. of being selfless. It's wonderful. Yes. And so really what you're talking about is not only encouraging and supporting other people, but experiencing the joy ourselves mm-hmm. of being able to do that. Yes. And until you step into it, you can't really feel it. It's like that whole thing about grasping. We're grasping things for ourselves or we open our hands Mm -hmm. and we support other people and we lift them up. And oh my gosh, the experience of that is far better than anything we could have grasped for ourselves. Um, You say it much better as a pastor, but. No, you said it well. (laughs) I loved your, you sent me one chapter and I loved the stories that you told, especially the thing about taking the extra lap and your church uh, yeah. member, John. Could you yeah. share that story? Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the concept of that chapter that you're talking about is, um, is kind of like 
we can, especially if you're wired as a dreamer, like not everybody, um, you know, is, is, is on, on the same place of the scale of like how much we dream and things, but, but those who've got ambitions and dream, I mean, we all have ambitions, but you know what I mean? Some of us are really, really wired that way. And it can be really easy to go from one thing to the next one dream. We accomplished that let's move on. And it's just, um, we don't take time always to acknowledge, um, and celebrate the people who helped us get there. Um, and especially if you're leading a team, especially if you lead an organization, but even if it's just the team you lead at home, it's just your family or it's in friendships or, you know, kind of where, wherever that falls for you. Um, the concept is just like before we kind of run on to the next thing, like let's take one more lap. Let's take one more lap around the people who helped us get to where we are and celebrate them for the contributions that they've made, the accomplishments that they have um, helped us helped us get to, but, but also just for who they're becoming in the process. Um, and just take the time, um, to celebrate who they are. And, um, in our organization, um, I am not the guy who's amazing at that at all. Like, uh, I, what, but you know, the whole chapter is just that I have people who are in my life and, and on my team, as you mentioned, John's, um, on the team at our church. And he, um, he, he just like on autopilot, just like as a function of being awake, notices the amazing things that everybody does. And he actually keeps track of them. Like how crazy and just beautiful is that? Uh, and I discovered this. Like I, I didn't know. I'm, I'm charging ahead. Let's move forward. I'm the visionary guy. You know, I'm wired that way. And I know some people can relate either because they're the same way or they have somebody in their life who's the same way. Um, and, and I found out that John had been keeping a record of like all the amazing things that people had done all year long. And I just thought like, I don't, in a million years, I don't think I ever would have come up with that idea. You know, after you hear that he did it, it's like, oh, that's just like so beautiful. That's kind of a no brainer. Like, why wouldn't we do that kind of stuff? Um, But it it made me realize um, that if we're going to be the kind of church and the kind of uh, people who, who lead the way that I'm arguing for, um, but I got to take a play out of John's book. And so we have a really important meeting every year where we um, wrap up what happened in the, the previous year and cast the vision for where we're going in the next year. And I used to lead that meeting. And when I did, the celebration was about the first 10 minutes and the, <laughs> the rest of the hour and a half or two hours was me talking about where we were going. And I made the decision to put John in charge of that meeting. And now oh, literally almost the entire meeting is us celebrating everybody and what they've done. It is hands down. Um, it's not even a meeting. It's really like a big party. It is hands down everybody's favorite moment of the year. It is, it is genuinely like, I don't even know what the best word is. It's, it's almost miraculous. Like it is like this healing moment where it's like, um, it's almost tangible, like in the room, how valued, um, and just uplifted people feel it is just, it's hard. It really, it's hard to describe. It's, um, it's beautiful, but anyways, it happened because I got out of the way because I saw the potential in John and how beautiful that was. And then I just moved, right. Like I just moved over like, and let him, uh, have the opportunity. So that's kind of the heart of, of that chapter that you're talking about. I love well, it. And I'm thinking, what has that done for John? Oh yeah. 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 And what has that done for other members? Have any other members kind of come forward and said, hey, here's my special thing or how can I be used or? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, um, we spend quite a bit of time trying to, um, trying to help everybody understand who they are. 
um, and figure those things out. And um, we, uh, and we, we don't just kind of even wait for other people to pipe up and say, Hey, this is kind of what I'm thinking, or this is what I think I'm good at, or these are dreams I have. We actually, um, we actually have everybody turn in a dream for the following year, um, like for what they want. So at the end of like this year, we're, we're, um, you know, going to do it again, where people let us know a dream that they have for the year. And that since like their part, this is in the context of like my staff at the church, my team, there's just, there's one rule. It can't have anything to do with our church. Like, please have dreams for whatever you lead at the church. You know what I mean? Like, obviously please do that. That's part of the job, but uh, this is just their lives. It can't have anything to do with the church. And then like um, the, 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 our like executive team leaders, um, we spend the whole next year trying to figure out how we can help them accomplish those dreams which I, uh, wow. I just, I'll t- I stole the idea. I, there was a Chick-fil-A executive. He was a vice president of Chick-fil-A. And I heard him tell the story that he went to like local restaurants and he went into the back of one of them with the owner um, of, of that like franchise. And in the back, there was a cork board up on the wall with all these like notes on it and stuff like pinned to it and things. And, and he just asked me, so like, what is this? Uh, and the owner said, oh, he said, that's the dreams of each of my employees. And he starts pointing at them and he says, we've helped like these two people um, buy a house. Uh, We've helped like this person, like, you know, uh, start their, like restart their education. We've, you know, he just kind of goes off on the list. I mean, there's just all these varieties of that. We've helped this person, um, you know, run a half marathon. We've, you know, because people just have all these dreams. And I just thought that, again, it's one of those things like you hear it and you go, oh, that's so Jesus, right? Like that's so selfless. It's so beautiful. Um, And it's like, uh, it's just, it. so we, we, we just stole it. <laughs> we just took it straight out of uh, the page, straight out of his playbook. And now uh, we, we run that. So yeah, we've had a lot of people who have, we've helped them start businesses uh, on the side. Cause that were, was their dream. We had somebody who we helped run uh, the half marathon and her sister was going to run it with her. And, uh, and uh, she, she got COVID and she, she, her sister uh, was recuperating, but wasn't able to run the half mile. And we all just decided, well, there's no way you're running it alone. So the whole staff showed up at the beginning of the race and we all had divided it. She didn't know this. We had all divided it into segments and she started off running with one person. And then as she ran, there was just another person who took over and another person and another person. So again, like we just, we try, there's so much inspiration in others. There's so many brilliant ideas all around us. There's so much potential in other people. And if we can like change our mindset, um, I'm not asking you to give up on the potential God put in you. I think it's just as amazing as the potential that's in anybody else, but I actually want you to discover it. And I think the best way for you to discover the potential God put in you is to make your life all about discovering everybody else's. So, um, we, we try to do it in as many creative ways as possible. And obviously, uh, I hope the message gets across to people that you don't have to come up with all the ideas. You just have to have your eyes open, have your head on a swivel because um, they're all around you. Oh my gosh. Well, when I was with Jason a couple of weeks ago, we were just chatting over coffee in the morning yeah. and he kept saying these wise things <laughs> and I'm 58 and it's hard for me to remember stuff. So I actually took out my phone and said, I started to type these brilliant things he was saying, and I'm terrible at typing oh, on a phone. So I just said, could you speak into my phone? And I kept recording. Right. I think I have three really wise thoughts that just come off the top of your head. And, you know, I am so thankful that I met you there because I Same. have, I have read those thoughts to some of my good friends. I have shared it with people and we are recording this call. 
And yeah. you know who my audio pro- editor is? My 28 year old oh, son. Right. No, I do know that. Yeah. He's going to hear that. the whole thing. So, so anyway, um, I appreciate that wisdom. And as you're talking, maybe people are thinking, you know what? I don't, I don't run a business. I don't have a team. I yeah. don't, I'm not a pastor of a church. Hey, you know what? What if our families did this? Yeah. What if our family sat exactly. down once a year and, and did this and allowed our kids to dream no matter what age they are? You know, they're going through some tough stuff, especially, you know, kids in their 20s. They're working remotely and they're not, you know, life doesn't quite look like what they thought it was going to look like. But, yeah. you know, now is the time to dream. Right. How can yeah. we help people get past this, get over this? Um, yeah. So what's next? What's next? So you have this fabulous book. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about it. Where yeah. can people buy it? Uh, they can get it uh, yeah, anywhere books are sold. You know, they can get it at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, um, jump on one of those websites and grab it. They can go to biggestfanleaders.com. Um, they can grab a copy there um, as well. And, uh, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm going to do this cause you, you mentioned it. And I think it's so important. I'm actually going to wrap back around. I realize it's your podcast and you're like in control of, the no, 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 here, no. but I'm going to wrap back around and just say, cause you mentioned it, the book really is written, um, for, for everybody. It's not just like, if you lead an organization and all those things, um, it's applicable no matter what. And I think what you said is so important about family and home. And I would just kind of plead with people don't lead like this at the office. If you're not going to lead like this at home. It starts at home. If you're married, it starts with your spouse. If you got kiddos, it starts with them. If you're going to champion people, like it starts at home. In fact, if you're not going to do it at both places, then just do it at home and <laughs> leave out the office. Like, I mean, don't leave out either. You know what I mean? But, right, but right, I just right, think right. what you said is so important. Like you can, you don't need to be a pastor. Some of my illustrations in the book and stories come from that. Cause that's my life and experience, but you don't need to be a pastor. You can just be a parent. Like if you're not married, you're not a parent. Like, like you have friends, like that's the beauty of this is what I love about this kind of biggest fan leadership concept that we've come up with is that it's not exclusive. It's inclusive. It literally, anybody can do this. And that I think is one of my favorite parts. Like leadership sometimes can be um, talked about that way. And like these really exclusive terms, like uh, the leadership, it's for the high capacity people. It's for the truly gifted people. It's for the, you know, like the, there's all these titles associated, you know, like CEO and president or chair, you know, woman or man or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like all these titles get, get flooded in and, and the beauty of, of, this concept of, of biggest fan leadership and championing others uh, is just that anybody can do it. If you have all those other titles, like fantastic, like that's awesome. That just means you've got lots of spheres of influence where you can apply this. Um, but, but, you know, start at home uh, and then broaden, broaden out from there. I love that. I actually, this morning I was telling my husband about this podcast and telling him about your sample chapter. And I said exactly this. I said, I'm not the leader of a large organization, but I had five people written down who mm. I can encourage and champion. Oh, I love and that. I told my husband that, and he said, well, you're forgetting our next door neighbor. Our next door neighbor is 84 oh, years old. Awesome. He's going through some hard times. He's like, oh, that's a person yes. you can encourage. And I thought, you know what? It's not necessarily when we talk about encouraging people. It's not necessarily just for the big thing. There are mm-hmm. people in our lives who yes. just need to be encouraged to feel good about the day, you know? Right. So great stuff. You make it so simple. 
You really do. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, parksideindy.com. And you said biggestfanleaders.com. Biggestfanleaders.com. Yeah, they jump on there um, as well. and uh, and grab a copy if they want from there, or like I said, just Amazon or wherever they can. Do you have a well. YouTube channel? I do not. Okay, that's YouTube the next channel. thing. We're but, getting him a YouTube channel. And um, do you have a podcast? Yeah, it's just called Biggest Fan Leaders, and you can uh, connect with that wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, oh, you have a podcast. Well, we like to tell. Okay, Biggest Fan Leaders. Yep. is. Okay. The name of the podcast as well. Yeah. The name of the website and the name of the podcast are both biggest fan leaders. The book is from your biggest fan. Um, So obviously it all kind of rolls in there together with the biggest fan language. Well, that's great. Well, I want to thank you for being on my podcast and I'm so looking forward to reading the entire book. Um, And I just wish you well with championing people and a very successful book. Uh, Thank you so much. It's been fun. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Take care. All right. Thanks for listening today. We hope you're inspired. And if you like the episode, please take a moment to go to your podcast platform and follow us and leave a review so more people can find us. Now go out and be the pivotal person that you are.